What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Nick and Nick, the Insurance Dudes podcast. My name is Nick Overby, joined always by my fearless and handsome co-host, Nick Gardner, or Nick from State Farm, as I like to call him. What's going on, brother man? Doing all right. How are you? Fucking fantastic. Way better than I deserve, as my boy Dave Ramsey would say. Hell yeah. Fucking fantastic on a Friday. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, It's not going to stop today, though. Your boy Dave is in some hot water. Have you seen that? No. What happened? Yeah, so apparently he hosts like a Christmas party and like was adamant nobody wears masks. Like servers were there and was adamant that you know no servers are wearing masks. And I mean, regardless where you stand, I'm on a like a nationwide Facebook group of um, State Farm agents, and an agent was like, she posted and you know we talked to a lot of people about their life coverage, life insurance, and they're all, you know, sold on a Dave Ramsey. And a lot of people like hate that idea or like they bucket and like, uh, you know, oh, they're all about the Dave. And I'm like, you know what? Embrace that. They're sold. Okay. Call them out. Do you have 10 times your income and in life insurance? No. All right. Well, let's go ahead and submit an application. Cause that's what Dave says. Right. Yeah. yeah. If they can't, if they loathe Dave yeah, you know what? You're right. I don't like him either. Let's get some permanent life insurance in place. Do you know what I mean? So either way, either way it goes, you love him or you hate him, right? Adapt. And so this lady was, um, you know, she posted this big old thing about uh, couldn't believe that he hosted this party and shame on him. And I guess it was a letter from someone who worked in a hospital. Anyway, um, then I, I called the agent out. I said, you know, she was like bad mouth and Dave and, da, 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 da. and I said, well, I hate to say it, but uh, I think I think his his mission is accomplished. And she said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, you're talking about him, aren't you?" Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she just kind of like stopped in her tracks. And I said, "Regardless of whether you love him or you hate him, you're talking about him." And at the end of the day, bam, mission accomplished. Can you can you tell me there's many many people out there that don't know who Dave Ramsey is? No, right? Every, everyone's heard of the guy. Yeah. Right. And bad press, good press, indifferent, you know, press is press. Yep. Um, and so it kind of came around and she was like, okay, yeah, you got me. And I thought, you know, all right. I mean, again, regardless of where you stand on the whole virus mask, whatever. Um, it was just interesting to see that um, she was kind of coming at it from one angle. And then I kind of said, bigger picture, curveball, wham. And <laughs> I love it. Fire off guard. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, man, it's Friday. It's fucking Friday, oh, yeah. right? Maybe real, real quick uh, to that point, though. So, you know, it's funny. I, when I first, well, when I, not when I first started here, but uh, I had a conversation with Perry maybe two months ago. I asked him, I said, hey, man, you know, when you first started, what were you doing to get your name out there? Because I mean, I was up at 5 30 every morning posting shit in groups all day long. And he goes, the people that, hated on me and were negative allowed you know my relevancy through facebook to increase just because they're conversating about me and bringing my name into the picture and whether you look at it like you said good or bad press press is press and i mean we both know what perry's marketing game is like now we both know you know what he's been able to do we're talking you know issuing three million dollars of policies in a year that's that's crushing it you know and so you just do the do the math that's that's a hell of a number on a weekly basis so yeah that all brings it back to the fact that, man, I love my haters and they're going to help me accomplish my goals and they're going to get me in front of their friends. And then their friends are going to realize what an idiot they are because, you know, 
people all the time come through Facebook and talk show that, you know, that, that Facebook guy, he's such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. But you know what though, you took the time out of your day to engage and to say something about it, which only helps us. So, yep. I mean, so the other night we had a, I sit on the, uh, nonprofit, I'm on the chair of the board of directors, the nonprofit here in town. And we had our Christmas dinner, had everyone over and we were talking you know, I haven't been in town for very long. Only, you know, I didn't grow up here. I got home from cruise ships in 2013. I've lived in this area. My dad, I lived here with my dad. He lived in Lumpkin County for about a year. And then I moved to Hall County. And I've, I've been in North Georgia, but only really been in Dahlonega, Lumpkin County since 2017. And so I don't have a, a local recognizable last name. No one knows me. How do I get into this town and break into this town and get as many people as possible to know me. Facebook. And there's a there's a ton of Facebook groups. There's one called Say What You Want, Delonica. And it's like the town Facebook group. And dude, it's a dumpster fire. I mean, it's a dumpster fire on steroids. It's just think like political, like just all the hot buttons are just con people just mashing constantly. So there's 30, about 33,000, 35,000 people in our town and about half of them are on this group. And so I looked and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of engagement. There's a lot of people paying attention. Mm -hmm. So I came in and just kind of like Kanye, man, just like, bam, here I am. <laughs> and, you know, there's been a minimal amount of collateral damage, obviously, but as a whole... By a large, I mean, there's not many people in this town that don't know who Nick Gardner State Farm is. And to your point about utilizing, you know, even your haters can't keep your name out of their mouth, you know. Um, again, there's people that are, that'll, you know, talk bad about me or whatever. Okay. They're still talking about me. Mm -hmm. And um, I've one of the ladies we talked about that before. It came all the way to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> one, of, one of the ladies that's on the board with me, her husband, he's actually our local coroner. And he even said, you know, before I even met you, I, I already knew who you were. And, you know, I was actually, I love meeting you because, you know, who you are online, that's who you are in person. And, and you did a great job of building your brand of building, you know, who you are, what you stand for and standing up for it. Um, so I think that is important. And, you know, there's some takeaways there. I'm not the most well-rounded. That's also why I'm not a corporate guy. I am an independent contractor, similar to you and similar to Perry. And you can use your own personality. But at the end of the day, damn, man, isn't that why we were hired? Because right? of our personalities and yeah. who we are. You asked Perry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you asked Perry what, what he would define us as, and it's the island of misfit toys. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's really, that's, I mean, you go into a sales organization and you're going to have some quirky mofos, man. You're going to yeah. have some, some rough around the edges, but damn it, they can talk to people. You're going to have some like really smooth, cool cucumbers and, and everything in between, but you all have your own persona, your own personality, right? And man, you're not going to please everybody. You're not, you, you're never going to please all the people all the time. What do they say? Uh, a man who tries to please everybody ultimately pleases nobody. Correct. Yeah. 
right. it, you know, it's yeah. funny. I posted something on Instagram last night. I was, I was enjoying my little uh, celebratory cigar on my patio last night because after okay, okay. Weekend, and uh, it, it, you talk about quirkiness and, and personality. And I put I wrote something on there and I spelled something wrong. And my boy David Stoner commented. He you know he was like it's spelled this way, and so I corrected it. But he said he said you, he's like you're an illiterate motherfucker, but you sure as hell can sell some insurance. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, it doesn't take rocket science. And that's the beautiful thing about sales, man. Number one, if you can sell, you will always have a job. I know we talk about insurance, but, you know, what we talk about can be applied to roofing sales or solar or, you know, medical sales, veterinary, whatever. Um, if you can sell, I mean, sales makes the freaking world go round. Yeah. You know, there's... Mm, sometimes I get really frustrated with our corporate partners and you know the operation side of things and i say you know it's really important to make sure that your sales people your sales force can work as efficiently as possible because without us without us going out there and generating new business daily mm -hmm. none of you motherfuckers have jobs yeah none of you have jobs and i guarantee you none of those operations guys are going to go sit in the trenches and take grenades so to speak and and bust Dude. their butt and not to hey, say that there's no. anything wrong with that no you know no not at all not at all but yeah so you know, your ability to talk to people, connect with people, you know, empathetic, understand where people are coming from and just really build relationships. Do you, I mean, you can apply that across so many different, you know, professions and it'll take you wherever you want to go. And you don't have to be that smart to do it. You know, you don't, man. I you know who I love? Some of my favorite people. All right. Have you seen, there's a video there's the guy goes door to door sells and he, it's almost like a rap, but he's like got all these like rhymes and like these flows. And like, he's like, it's like this spray cleaner. Yes. I, I have seen this dude. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That guy kills it. I mean, he absolutely kills it, you know? And you know, my aunt told me something one time. It's funny. Like she said, I think I showed her that video and she said, you know, I'd buy something from him. And I said, really? She said, yeah, I mean, why not? Like the guy's got hustle. He's out there. He's walking door to door. doesn't know you from Adam. And at the end of the day, that's what makes the world go around. You know, he's doing a job. He's yeah. out there. He's working. And whether it's five, you know, five, 10 bucks, whatever it is, buy something from him. That's, that's how this whole thing works, right? I mean, he's not begging you for money. He's not panhandling. You know, he's out there, he's hustling, he's got a family. I'll support him, you know. I mean, you don't have to spend a hundred dollars every time they come knocking on your door, but you know, if they're if they're out there, they're whatever it is, they're they're peddling or they're selling, and you could have a use for it, yeah, buy something from him, you know. But I, I, I thought her mentality on that was really it was cool, it was genuine. It was just very much, you know, this is what makes our economy and what makes our world go around, is you know, it's commerce. In a nutshell. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, one thing that I learned early in sales is that, and if you think about it, my dad told me this, he goes, if you think about it at its baseline, Nick, day to day, every human is in some sense selling, <clears throat> selling themselves, right? Whether it's selling yourself to a, a woman you want to meet or, you know, getting yourself into a good, you know, selling yourself on uh, or selling yourself to a, like a real estate agent to where, you know, you can qualify for it. And it's not exactly what we do, but ultimately you have to create, create a value so that somebody else then creates a transaction with you. And again, I think at its fundamental baseline level, that's what sales is. And 
you know, I think people often overthink it and it's, you know, you don't have to create a different persona of, you know, of an alter ego, or you don't have to create somebody who you aren't or be somebody you aren't because right. I had one of the best, you know, best conversations and biggest policies ever I've ever sold yesterday. And it was based like solely around the conversation that I had with this lady and how we connected and just the commonalities. And like you said, just being able to have a conversation and create genuine, um, I don't know, genuine feelings between each other. That's the best way I could put it, but it's at, at its core, that's the foundation of this, of our economy. I mean, small business makes up what, like 60% of our GDP. So it's like everybody yep. out there is trying to, in some way, shape or form, sell themselves or a product. And this is, the way the world works. I mean, it's been doing, we've been doing that for hundreds of years. So sometimes anyway. you just got to sell yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, how's, uh, how's your December been, man? How's everything going? Speaking of selling yourself, man, I am ready for December to be over. I'm ready for 2020 to be over. I'm ready to get back to a, I'm very much, I don't know if you're this way. I am very much a creature of habit. And from, my morning routine to my weekly, I mean, you know, expand macro, micro, whatever it is. I, I mean, down to like what I order at restaurants when I go out, who I like taking care of me when I go out, creature habit across the board. I find something, I like it, I don't stray, I don't. And this month has been, it's been a lot. Um, we are, we're doing well on our sales numbers. We actually, there's a promotion we've got going on. They want us to, it's, I think it's either, I can't remember if it's written or grown autos. You know, when, it's one thing to write autos. You know, we can write autos, but then also like we always have some leaving out the back door, you know, cancellations, people not paying their bills. And so we, it's one thing to write them, but another thing to actually track the growth because the name of the game is growth. Yep. And so... I think it's only written though, uh, this promotion we're at 20, I think we're about 24 and we got a promotion hit at 30, 40 and 50. So we're definitely going to hit that. What I love though, is our goal next year is to grow by at least 30 cars every single month. Oh, sounds a little steep. It's not. That's, uh, that's, that's, you know, that's, I wouldn't say minor league ball. I mean, that's, that's, that's respectable. Um, but I hadn't done that until the last three months of this year. We did it, we did it October, we did it November, and we're on pace to hit it in December, which awesome. lines up with hey man, we're rolling into 2021. And we we now know what what this production level looks like. And if we can just carry this thing through to 2021. We gonna be okay. So, um, so yeah. So we're actually, man. Um, you know, historically December has been just abysmal. You know, it, it has been. But my guy Ethan out here is Marty McFarland. Call him guy Marty McFly from now on. He's <laughs> he looks good today. He looks yeah, good. He does dress to the nines on a Friday, man. Uh, there he is. I, w- um, I normally wear like uh, like Nike Air Max, gray sweatpants, and a hoodie on Fridays. <laughs> Dude, I've got like button-down jeans and my Vans on. You know what I mean? I mean Hell yeah! Not wrong with that, but but yeah. So we uh, 
I'm I'm very pleased with where we're at. Obviously, not to we could always be doing better, right? It's freaking mm-hmm. sales, you know. You get yeah, completely either dying, but I you know I I like where we're going. We have momentum. Sports, life, sales. It's all about momentum, and I really like what we're in right now, and we we just need to keep that going. But back to creature of habit i just got to get my shit straight all these i mean i was in savannah last week we're going up to sugar mountain going snowboarding for like the next five days and dude i mean it sounds cool but i don't know i'm a i don't want to say i'm a workaholic but there is a part of me where i i would just want to cut the bullshit cut the feasts cut all the freaking sugars and the cakes and the candies and the eating and all this I just want to get back to work and I just want to crush it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it, it's good to rest and relax and, you know, kind of go and reward yourself with these things. But I'm just, I like to be in the hunt all the time and that's going and business. And, and I like when everyone doesn't have those excuses as oh well, you know, going to Thanksgiving, call me. Oh, you know, it's Chris. And I'm like, you know, cut all the bullshit, man. Yeah. Let's do this. You know? You said it last night, though, uh, when we were talking about e-myth and just business in itself, you, you, it's a tough balance. I and mean, you didn't get into this just to always be an employee. And so I know nope. because you're like me in the sense where I personally have this, the, the mindset of it's like I have to be in the business in order to be good at doing what I'm doing. You can't just sit back and, you know, hope it's going to be okay. And think, oh, I have this mindset. I know exactly what's doing, but you don't take action and get it done. You're never going to be, you're always going to be working for somebody else. And, you know, I, I'm like, I told you last night, you're a huge inspiration because you have the ability now to, you know, take five days off and go, you know, hang out with family and friends and go snowboarding. And I mean, essentially, yeah, you're, you do worry about your business, but I think we've also had the conversation, like when you were in Savannah and last week's podcast, you were talking about that you don't even need to be in the office sometimes. So because your team's doing well. And so that's ultimately you built that and you just, we work hard and we get the ability to play hard because of the hours we put in throughout the rest of the year. And I mean, it's it, the proof's in the pudding, dude. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're crushing your numbers. You're doing yeah. well, but it's still that the, I think that you know, who you are inside, you want to have some sort of control over the business, which you do, but when you're not there, it doesn't feel like you have the control of the business. And I think that's for me a hard thing to, to relinquish because I'm here and I, I, you know, I, I was talking to shout out to old girl, Macy Jones, who sent me a message last night. She's like, you work a lot. I'm like, yeah, but you know what though? Success doesn't sleep. And, you know, we talked about that. I saw that uh, Ryan Stuman posted something on Instagram talking about all these, you know, entrepreneurs and all these gurus and all these successful people and all they're doing is partying and, you know, showing their lifestyle out on a boat or whatever it is, but that's not what it is because the true people, the true people who are out there making money and grinding and getting shit done are ones who are keeping their nose to the grindstone, not, you know, portraying it all over social media. And ultimately those are the people who will have the long-term success, not the five years of success. You know, we're talking 30 years of success, which is where you're headed. I mean, you're going to be, you've already made a name for yourself in North Georgia, but now, I mean, think about it at your age, once everybody fades out, everything fades to black, you're still going to be that light that's shining through. People are still going to be looking at you. They're still going to trust you. Yeah, you said you maybe a couple of years ago, you might not have had, you know, a recognizable name, but I guarantee you that that's completely changed. So to your point 
uh, Tuesday, we had our dinner, our Christmas dinner. I went to Honey Baked Ham in Dawsonville, which is like, it's the next town down about 20 minutes south of us here in Dahlonega. Dawson, you know uh, Bill Elliott or Chase Elliott who won the NASCAR Cup this year? I do, actually, yeah. Okay, so awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Bill Elliott is from Dawsonville. Chase lives about five, ten minutes from uh, Maddie, my girlfriend's house. That's you know, awesome. their air, their airfield when they when they they take off and land from their in their private jet, we it like rumbles the house. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. But anyway, I was at Honey Baked Ham, and their their systems were down. I walk in, you know, buy some ham and turkey, and she said, "All right, can I get your name? I gotta write all this down." I said, "Nick." All right, last name Gardner, G A R D I. And she goes, she just looked up and she goes, Don't you have like a insurance business in Dahlonega? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I said, I do actually. And I was wearing like a state farm pullover that I just got made. And she goes, I said, Yeah, I've actually got a state farm office. She said, It's right in front of the post office, right? I said, Yes, ma'am, it is. And she said, yeah, I thought I recognized that name. Dude. <laughs> like, that's cool. That's like, she goes to school up here, and she she drives by and sees all the different signings that I have out. But, yeah, man, I thought that was really freaking cool. That, you know, like like you were saying, recognizable, getting into the community. And, and it does take some time. I mean, these things that we talk about, none of this shit is, is overnight. You know, I mean... There are some businesses, you know, you invent something or like Facebook, you know, overnight success. But I, I even imagine Facebook took a while to develop, especially in our industry. It's a very get rich slow kind of a business, but it's. Do you just, hear all that noise? No. Okay, good. Somebody's partying in the next one. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but, you know, back to success. And, you know, I talked to my bookkeeper. And, you know, we, we sit down at, at the end of the year and set goals for the following year. And, you know, every year, I you know, I, in the podcast group, I earlier this week had posted something about when you set goals, do you set goals that you set them and go, okay, yeah, that's a good goal. I can get there. Or do you set goals that literally move you and you set it and you're like, damn, like that... The way that I am, I'm 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 gonna freaking throw down to get there, but damn, I don't know how I'm gonna get there. <laughs> you know, like it's not unrealistic, but it's something that I've never done before, and it's gonna force you to to break outside of your norm, your comfort zone, and grow and do things differently to get those results. And you know, that that to me, that's just man, that's. It's a lot of fun when when you set those goals and you're like, I don't know how in the hell we're going to get there, but damn it, we're going to do it. And then at the end of the year, when all is left and settled, bam, hold that thought. I have this hanging on my wall, and it's uh, Vince Lombardi, mm -hmm. what, it takes, what it takes to be number one. And it's an amazing speech that he gave. And the very last sentence, it, but I firmly believe that any man's finest hour, his greatest fulfillment to all he holds dear is that moment when he has to work his heart out in a good cause and he's exhausted on the field of battle, victorious. Hell yeah. 
Like you laid it all on the line. You put it all out there victorious. And it's, I actually, I'll read this probably once a week, just as a reminder. But if, if you haven't heard who Vince Lombardi is, um, yeah, where are you? Living under a rock. <laughs> he also, didn't he also say that the man at the top of the mountain didn't fall there? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. Fuck you yes. don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. Dude, I could go. I, I love reading this thing and it, it just gets me fired up. But the winning and the success, I think it's good. But also, there has to be this fire inside where you're just never quite satisfied. Where you, you know, where you're like, okay, that we set this goal, we hit it. And, you know, like, for example, there's some agents who, you know, they'll make good, decent money, you know, they'll make six figures, $100,000 a year. They'll get there and cool, I'm doing it. And, you know, let's face it, industry or, you know, I'd say society standard, you're making great money. You know, most people don't make that much money, but I, I can't get in this thing to just kind of go, okay, I hit it and we're just going to ride now. You it's know, like, yeah, I'm not plateauing at hundred K. It's not my, no. And I'll talk to my bookkeeper. She's like my business consultant. And I've told her, I've sat down and told her if I, I think something's wrong with me because I just have this every time I, I'll hit it, I'll hit this goal. I'm kind of like, okay, well now what, you know, okay, we got to hear okay, well now what? Like now where do I go? You know, and it's this constant like yearning for more every time. It's like more, more, more every single time. But I mean, that's, that's why we do what we do and we're in the profession that we are. So it's, it's a hell of a time. So it's, yeah, Mr. On, one thing I want to leave with, uh, we'll uh, start and finish that. It says we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Yep. That's Aristotle, but winning or losing is it, both yeah, habits. Exactly. Right. Hundred percent, dude. You're absolutely right, man. It's so speaking a hundred percent. How about a hundred and five thousand dollars in bro? one week? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy, dude. It came down to the final hour. Uh, I didn't honestly. I was sitting there at three thirty yesterday, exhausted. All my follow ups. Been told, hey, we'll get this done tomorrow. You know, didn't push anybody because that's just not who I am. That's not how I've become successful. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, a hundred and five, a little, almost $106,000 in policies between from last Friday to Thursday. That's our, yeah, here's the cool thing, man. I, you know, and I was sitting there yesterday talking to Perry and I said, man, it's not about the paycheck for me. I mean, yeah, it's nice to make money off of this, but to me, what was really cool was to say that out of uh, 400 or so agents in this region, there were six people that hit over hundred K this week. And five of them, including myself, were in this office. To me, it, it shows the um, the resiliency, the way that this office is run versus every other office in this in this company. Um, how we treat people, you know. Obviously, we have a hell of a marketing game, but you know, we also know how to close business and get it done the right way and not the sleazy way. And I think that is a true testament of where we're going in the future. Because, I mean, the, what the week before we did one point. 1 million this year we or this month um as an office we did 1.7 that's crazy dude and 
you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to be able to, you know, look at Perry and, or, you know, talk to Jamie and just say, and especially with Derek, right. We all did this because Derek, we want Derek to excel because if, as he goes up, so do we, but it was super awesome to sit there and like in the morning at seven 30, we have that, you know, our texts and every, our group texts and, you know, Derek's like, all we need is this for the day. And of course, you know, we added 50 K on top of what we needed, but you know, we hit 2 million as a region or as, as two, two offices, ultimately, man, it was just super cool to be a part of something. Um, and I told you last night, like, yeah, it's nice to, you know, help people. I love doing what I do, but there's also part of me egotistically, this is just sales, right? The recognition is there. I mean, we want to be the best. I want, you want to see your name in that fucking top five. You want to see your name, you know, thrown across all the fucking company webinars or whatever it is. And like, it's just a really cool feeling to know that everything we talk about, I implement from follow-up to the conversation. I've taken a lot of things you've said and I, that's, you know, that's helped me excel my sales. And so it's just, I think to what you said earlier, man, it's, it's proof that if you do the work, if you do the right thing, if you create good habits and you have those measurable results, you can fucking crush it. And it's, you know, I, I set a goal and I doubled it and that's, you know, but, doing those things three months ago is what led me to closing deals this week. I mean, I, right. uh, I do a lot of meme follow-up and talk to you about this and I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I, I sent out, I had maybe 50 people. I hadn't, um, you know, over the course of the past three or four months that haven't followed up with me. And I've, you know, once a week I'm sending them texts because after a certain time, I just, I'm not going to follow up with you every other day. That's just crazy. Right. But I sent out this, you know, to 20 people, I sent the same exact meme and 11 people responded to me and I closed three of those deals. Yeah. Fuck, dude, you know, fortunes in the follow-up. We talk about it, do it. And if you're listening, take it from me, take it from what Nick says, because I can guarantee you it works. My, it is, the numbers are there. It's, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. But hey, um, I got my meeting in five minutes and I hate to run. I know you got things to do. Um, I'm gonna let you close this out. Because uh, we got to celebrate our win for the week, and Perry's just calling me like, "Where are you at?" So I got to get. At? We're doing my podcast, bro. We're talking about you. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm. I'm we got to. What we got to do is we got to somehow convince this fool to come on here because I think it would be a huge value prop. But we'll we'll figure that out soon. We got some. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think he should convince us why <laughs> we should let him on the podcast. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna, out, I'm sending that to him. I'm going to let him know about that. <laughs> yeah, getting called out, Perry. Where are you at, bro? <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Lunsford? We're coming for right? you. Where are you at? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, um, we're halfway through December, and it's, it is it is what you make of it. And I know that you keep hustle, you keep grind. And, I mean, dude, that is just amazing to hear how – you're implementing these things and they're working mm -hmm. and you're literally living proof that you go out there and you know, it does take a mentor. It does take, it, it's going to take some people that have been in this industry longer than you have to get those nuggets of information, mm -hmm. but execute, you know, go out there and actually do it day in and day out. But listen, um, we, uh, glad to bring you guys another podcast this week. We'll have to figure out what next week looks like with Christmas and everything. But um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. 
whatever it is that you celebrate, freaking enjoy it. Because at yeah. the end of the day, it's all about food and family and fun Absolutely. and having a great time. And, you know, spending some time reflecting on the year, uh, what you liked about the year, repeat that, what you didn't like, don't repeat that, don't make that a habit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pushing yourself to, to new heights for the next year. So go out there, seize the day, enjoy yourselves. Great talking to you, man. Congratulations you. on you your as well, amazing as well. week. Congrats on your amazing week. Keep Thank that you. going. I love hearing about that. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you soon, all right? Yeah, man. And one last thing, dude. Um, I know you and I talk about this. I want to thank everybody that takes any amount of time out of their day to listen to us talk about life, about, you know, a little bit about insurance, a lot about sales and a lot about mindset. And um, you posed a question to me the other day, you know, when you tell people about what this podcast is about. And I've been thinking a lot about that this week. And, you know, it's truly about becoming a better version of yourself. And we do that by sharing our experiences. You know, I've mentioned I take a lot of notes from Nick because Nick has a lot of experience in this business, not just in insurance, but in sales and has been crushing life and is a true inspiration for me. And so I hope you guys can at least take something out of what we do. And again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know Nick agrees. And um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And his, um, but at the end of the day, you guys, thank you for everything you do because without people listening, um, we would just be two guys talking into a microphone to each other. And yeah, <laughs> that's it. But uh, happy holidays. Yeah, you guys enjoy. Have a good one, man. You too, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later.